the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It has always been our most treasured freedom, our most distinctive freedom, the one that sets us apart from other countries, our freedom of speech, the ability to say what you believe, no matter how off base you may be in believing it. Uh, It has been in the news as a right of Americans that is under attack. And those of us who have worried about that, talked about it, theorized about it, have been told we are alarmists. Uh, Today, I don't know whether it is from ego or lack of self-awareness, the Biden administration has made clear that freedom of speech in America is not under attack. It is uh, reeling from attack. Uh, That is where we begin a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 The Answer. Uh, Feel free to participate in our discussion. Comment on our content, 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989 is our number. Uh, I am um, impacted today by how uh, radical the people in charge of our government are openly displaying themselves to be. I got a hint about two weeks ago when a friend sent me a screenshot of something that popped up on his son's Facebook page. The message was something to akin to a warning toward the young man. But I have a suspicious nature when it comes to these kinds of things. And the warning said something about caution You may have been exposed to radicalized information or misinformation, or you may have read something in a Big Brother sort of way that was portrayed as, this might not be good for you, and it was probably accidental that you stumbled upon it, but, you know, we, whoever we is, Want to make sure that you don't believe things that are bad for you, that might lead you to believe that the election was stolen or that the uh, COVID-19 virus escaped from a lab in Wuhan or any new knows what. But I thought at the time when I read that, that's not a genuine message. That is intended as a shot across the bow to watch what you seek in terms of information 
We are watching you. We are compiling a dossier on you. We are well aware of your political leanings based upon what you are reading. And if you don't stop seeking out that information, from that point on, who knows? There was no threat issued. I think it was subliminal, suggested, left hanging purposefully in the ether. Well, today at the White House, again, not sure if it's from lack of clarity on how bad this sounds or just we don't care about saying the quiet part out loud anymore. We're going to say the quiet part out loud. In fact, we're going to foursquare stand and no longer make the quiet part the quiet part. We're going to make it the loud part in that you in America no longer have the leeway to believe what you want to believe. We will tell you what information is true, and we will tell you what information is false. And because we cannot trust you to know what information is false, we will just restrict the information that you're evaluating and perhaps want to believe is true. We'll just not allow you to see that information anymore. I know of no other takeaway from the comments today in the White House press room from Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Listen to how chilling this warning is. This is the kind of government oversight that George Orwell wrote about in 1984. And they are making no bones about the fact that they don't like people who are vaccine hesitant. They don't like doctors who say that the vaccines are not necessary for teenagers or that the risk of COVID is minimal and it should be your own personal decision whether to get a vaccine or not. In fact, they don't like you checking the Internet for details on the Arizona election audit. They don't like you doing anything that indicates that you might give any kind of favorable nod toward those who wonder about how committed the Biden administration is to American values like freedom and liberty and those who wonder why it's taken them three days to really condemn communism. They don't like any of that. At least that's what I heard when Jen Psaki today talked about how they are openly admitting now that they are tracking misinformation and doing everything they can to keep it out of your hands because you're just not smart enough to believe what they want you to believe. This is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. We have increased disinformation tracking, and we are flagging it for Facebook. I thought Facebook was a private company. 
Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, how are you supposed to react when you're a big company like Facebook and the United States government puts clear pressure on you about, hey, the information you're putting out there is not, to use their term, quality information. You really ought to do something about that. What if you say no? What are the consequences of saying no? Not that I believe Facebook is inclined to say no. But if anybody there says, well, uh, you appreciate it, but uh, we have our own business. You know, we've been pretty successful over the years. We are a global force in information distribution and advertising and every other thing. Uh, Don't need your help. Appreciate the guidance. Stay in your lane. That's what I would tell them if I were Mark Zuckerberg or his executive team. But the Facebook people, you and I know both, believe exactly what the Biden administration believes. And it's much easier for them to go along, to get along, than it is to fight for their rights as an independent business. Well, Jen Psaki wasn't done. She makes it very clear that they are watching people who they deem to be a problem. There's about 12 people who are producing 65% of anti-vaccine misinformation on social media platforms. All of them remain active on Facebook, despite some even being banned on other platforms, including Facebook, ones that Facebook owns. Third, uh, it's important to take faster action against harmful posts. As you all know, information travels quite quickly on social media platforms. Sometimes it's not accurate, and Facebook needs to move more quickly to remove harmful, uh, uh, violative posts. Posts that will be within their policies for removal often remain up for days. That's too long. The information spreads too quickly. Wow, I thought she was the White House press secretary. I didn't know she was the head of global content for Facebook. What are you supposed to think if you're Alex Berenson or Barry Weiss or Brett Weinstein or Marty Macari or Rand Paul? You say Rand Paul's a U.S. senator. They're not going to touch him. Really? You sure about that? Are you sure they're not going to come after you? How does this make you feel? When you hear the official spokesperson for the president of the United States say that they are going to tell you what information you can see and what you cannot see. Maybe it's just landing more loudly on my brain today than any other day. I don't ever recall being as fearful about the future of freedom of speech in this country than I am today in the wake of those comments. I would like to know how you feel about what you just heard and what you'll hear more of when the Bruce Hooley Show continues on 98.9 The Answer. Five twenty, Bruce Hooley Show. Good to have you along. Uh, if you doubted uh, Jen Psaki's statements today from the White House, uh, Little Red Lying Hood, that they are monitoring and they're just going to tell Facebook how to do its business, <laughs> that Facebook is not restrictive enough on stopping uh, anti-vax information, skeptical COVID information, lab leak theory information, and the like from leaking out. Uh, go to Google. And try to find a story today on the Arizona election audit and an expert admitting that the machines were hacked. 
You won't find it. You will on DuckDuckGo. You won't find it on Google. Um, They are protesting outside Mount Carmel Health in Grove City right now for their vaccine mandate. It's a private entity. They can do what they want. But Facebook's a private entity, too. Jane, Jane, uh, Jane, Jen, the Saki today. Um, I get her confused with Jane Fonda. <laughs> uh, made it clear that the government is watching Facebook and threatening Facebook. And I don't know that I've ever heard, and this is the official spokesperson of the president of the United States, admit that freedom of speech is dead in America. It's dead because it's not good for you. It's not good for you. You're not smart enough to evaluate information. So we're just going to keep you from seeing that information. And if you persist in seeing it, well, mm, proceed at your own risk. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Evan in Columbus starts us off first today. Hello, Evan. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I I think you're spot on in, in what you're saying, and it terrifies the hell out of me. Um, you know, it, it seems like just in the last eight months or so, um, an administration has been put in place, you know, especially, you know, with the news coming out today, seemingly more and more illegitimate by the hour. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. But, you know, for, for all your listeners and for all conservatives, not even just conservatives, but for, you know, I have a, I have a lot of reasonable liberal friends who have these same concerns. It's very easy. Get off of these platforms. Delete your Facebook account. Delete your Twitter account. And I'm telling you, there, there could be a movement of, of people getting off these platforms, going on to other platforms. People have to become fed up with our individual liberties and freedoms being infringed upon. This is absolutely unacceptable. And, you know, for, for the spokesperson of the White House to, to stand up there and, and say that, I, I, I know it's not just conservatives who are up in arms about this. There's a lot of good... Uh, reasonable libertarians, liberals who who are not down with this, and we need to get off these platforms. Do you think? Uh, I I hope you're right because I think the tendency here, Evan, and you make a great point, is for us to politicize this as a Democrat Republican issue. It's not a Democrat Republican issue. It is a freedom and totalitarian issue. And I would hope that there are many Democrats, many libertarians. Many liberals who still believe in freedom and liberty. I don't believe leftists believe in that. But uh, Tucker Carlson was mocked two weeks ago when he said he, his text messages and his emails were being monitored. Do you believe, like, if you get off Twitter, if you get off Facebook, and you communicate just via your cell phone, do you believe your communications are not being monitored? I, I We know they're being monitored. I mean, it, the Biden administration said a few days ago that they're using um, SMS and mm-hmm. text message systems to, you know, I'm, I'm sure they've got algorithms. I'm sure the, the NSA has all sorts of programs in place that, um, that do track these things. And I, there are other platforms. I mean, there's apps like Signal and other things that you can use. Um, I, I would say it's not just conservatives because I'd say a lot of my, a lot of my friends who, who are a lot of young people who are not getting the vaccine, a lot of them are, are liberal people. Um, and so I, I do. I think it's 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 not necessarily a partisan issue. I mean, the the media and, and the far left would have you think this is a Democrat versus Republican thing, but I, I think I think it's I think again it's probably a, a silent majority um, that is just not okay with with what's going on right now. 
Thank you for the call, Evan. I appreciate it very much. You sound like you're uh, very engaged, very aware. Um, he sounded to me like a, a younger person, much younger than myself. I sometimes wonder if the necessity, the importance, the essential survival of freedom of speech is something that young people understand. I mean, if I think there's so much desire out there for fairness and for equality and diversity and inclusion. And I'm not saying that the purest definition of those terms is wrong. Not at all am I saying that. But language is power now. Language is twisted, co-opted, used as a weapon to marginalize you. How many times? Oh, you don't dare say that. You know, for the longest time, you couldn't say the word queer. Queer was very bad. Now queer is like, okay, if you use it in the right context, right? So it's exhausting keeping up with, is this term okay? Is that term okay? And if you want to look at how things have flipped, I remember back in my 20s, I think it was, the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union, took the side of the American Nazi Party to march through Skokie, Illinois, near Evanston, Illinois, where Northwestern University is located. Not because the ACLU supported the horrific white supremacist views of the American Nazi Party, but because the ACLU understood that as horrible, awful, objectionable, evil as the mindset of the American Nazi Party was to march through Skokie, Illinois, and uh, do its best to terrify and threaten uh, the Jewish residents of that area. It was nevertheless more important for the American uniqueness of freedom of speech to be preserved. Nowadays, the American Civil Liberties Union fights to exclude not only objectionable speech, like things that a white supremacist group would say, certainly not what a Black Lives Matter group would say or an Antifa group would say, but even if you say, you know, I got some real questions about that election 2020 integrity, they would fight you tooth and nail to keep you from saying that. Because now we've advanced to the point where they don't want you to have the evaluative power of what is said and what has happened. Evan is right. The Biden administration is rumored to be monitoring or using SMS technology, which is text message technology, to watch all of our text messages. Oh, I'm not getting that vaccine. I don't trust it. It's bad. I heard that. No, I'm not willing to get thrown into solitary confinement like the knuckleheads who breached the Capitol on January the 6th to text something like that and see what happens. But I was having a telephone conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and we got to talking about matters involving the government, and I said, we can't have this conversation on a cell phone. We need to have this conversation in person. I remember watching a movie years ago, Will Smith, Gene Hackman, Enemy of the State. The premise of the movie is something bad happens involving a government actor, 
and um, a zip drive is dropped into the pocket of Will Smith. He doesn't know it, but the authorities know he has the information. And all of his communications, his whereabouts, are tracked by satellite. Uh, Is that the stuff of Hollywood? I used to think it was. Now I'm not sure. And I'm not sure enough that it makes me very uneasy and very uncomfortable. And the comments of Jen Psaki today deeply, deeply troubled me. I'll play one more for you next. Next. 